The following segment is from The Look Ahead on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Rams, Buccaneers, and I got to say, I think the network executives are praying to every deity that there is that the NFC Championship game is Aaron Rodgers against Tom Brady in this one. Is that fair? Again? Even though we already got it? Like, you know, you want it again? Yeah, as opposed to the crappy Jimmy Garoppolo-led 49ers and, you know, the Rams, which we've already seen. Like, I don't know. I think they're begging for Rodgers, Brady. Um, by the, You say deity? Isn't it deity? No, it's deity. Are you sure? Read a book. Books don't have pronunciations in them. Like, they don't have, like, phonetic spellings. Always. A dictionary so, is a book. It has phonetic spelling. You read the dictionary. Anyway, um, yeah, I mean, that would be kind of boring, if I'm being honest. Like, we've already seen that. You know, like, I used to feel like, man, we never saw a Breeze Brady Super Bowl. Like, I, so I felt what's that your, what's your ideal NFC title game quarterback I mean, matchup? that's it. Like, don't get me wrong. But, I mean, it, it doesn't have the, like, pop that it did last year to me. You know what I mean? That's all. All right. And so, um, but it would be cool. And, I like, dude... I, I just the Cardinals are frauds. They and the Cowboys are the biggest frauds. I, a lot of people are frauds. The Broncos are frauds. The Chargers are frauds. The, the Cardinals are frauds. The Cowboys are king of the frauds. The Cowboys sit atop fraud mountain in their throne of fraudom. But um, the Cardinals are frauds too. And the Rams, like, I am not impressed that you like beat up on the Cardinals. So I'm okay, sorry. that's what I wanted to ask you. That like, how much of that game do you believe? Do you buy into? None. And like, all that is is going to be, well, Matthew Stafford has a playoff one now. That's all it is. That's the, all, like, that's the only box it checks for me. And it's like, it's kind of hollow in that sense. Um, and so I just, I like, this could be the biggest blowout of the week for me. Like, I, I think the Bucks are just so much better. And I think you said, I, I cannot believe that you think so lowly of Tom Brady uh, as a playoff quarterback this year. Dude, he, I mean, I said that Aaron Rodgers is Thanos. I mean, dude, Tom Brady is Thanos and um like i don't know like lex luther and you know actually i was actually gonna bring this up on the, i meant to tell you this this is all off topic i think jimmy garoppolo is krang from ninja turtles you know who i'm talking about krang the dude the brain and the person suit but he's the he's the person and and kyle <laughs> is the brain <laughs> that, that's all he is oh, that's uh, pretty good but, uh anyway uh so yeah man i just I mean, I know, like, whatever, they're down this, they're down that. Bruce Arians is throwing punches at his own players. Like, man, I, I'm so down on Bruce Arians. I was never up, to be clear. Like, that is one of my takes that has aged very well. Uh, I don't have a lot of them right now. But right, the Bucks when you just ragged on him and then he won the Super Bowl immediately after that? Is that the again, take you're referring to that aged well? I, uh, I, look, I said what I said. People can check the tape. Anyway, <laughs> um, I just believe in Tom Brady. I will take Tom Brady a thousand times out of a thousand. He has two playoff wins over the Rams in his career. Both of them are in the Super Bowl. I mean, he's beaten Sean McVay in a playoff game. Like, I just, I, Sean McVay's a coward. Like, you mentioned that this, like, playoffs come down to, like, moments of aggression and whatnot. And in those moments, you did mention that about Tom Brady. Like, he is Jordan. He is, like, I want the ball. And, and to Tom Brady, it's not like this could happen. It is a decision. It is this is going to happen. I am going to hit. Gronk or Fournette or whoever for the game-winning touchdown, and then Sean McVay will fall all over himself, and he'll have another press conference, and he'll explain it away, and he'll put the blame on somebody else, and then he'll have, you know, 10 more podcasts in the offseason where he'll be funny and whatever and charming, and everyone will forget about it because he's the NFL's golden child. Bucks. Uh, yeah, I kind of agree that McVay 
really frightens me in a chance to be aggressive because he never, ever takes that spot. Now, I think it's interesting, you know, Matt Stafford got a playoff win last week when he threw 17 passes, which I believe is the fewest pass attempts he's had in his career in a game that he started and finished. And it kind of like Garoppolo in blue and gold. That's all he is. It, I did say he Garoppoloed his way to a playoff win. It, it, it makes me wonder if maybe Sean McVay has lost a little bit of that faith that he had in Matt Stafford. You know, when he traded for him, it was now we've got our guy. We can let him chuck it all over the place. But Stafford has turned the ball over towards the or down the stretch of this season. He's turned it over repeatedly. I believe he led the NFL in pick sixes. And I almost wonder if maybe McVay, who, like you said, has a tendency to be conservative, has sort of dialed himself back a little bit and maybe doesn't have the confidence in in Matt Stafford that he did earlier this year. I think that's really well said. I mean, dude, like, and like we talked about the, the Packers this way, but like, and they ended the Rams season last year. This has been about this moment, Rams. Like, you you know what I mean? Like, we, nobody ever doubted you were good enough to to go win. A, you didn't need to trade for Von Miller and sign Odell to prove that you, that you were that good to us. You know what I mean? But this has been, can you do it again? Can you get back to another uh, NFC championship, get, get back to a Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl? This is, this is the one-year anniversary of that, right? Like, I mean, I know not literally because of the extra week, but still, this is the, the weekend where McVay kind of trashed golf in his post-game press conference again. And that will happen again. He will put the blame on somebody else because he won't put it on himself. And like I said, he'll talk about it on a podcast or a radio hit or somewhere, uh, HBO special, an NFL films production. Who knows? He's in a lot of these things. So, like, I don't believe in Sean McVay in this moment. And when it comes to elite versus elite, he isn't one of those. And uh, Tom Brady is enough for all of them. How about this? Speaking of elite, how about this elite move by Tom Brady? Doing the podcast with Jim Gray, getting all the officials' ears perked up, talking about how I don't get any special treatment when it comes to roughing the passer call. He's doing that because he wants a couple of those, and I guarantee you there will be at least, I bet the over-under on roughing the passer calls on Tom Brady is one and a half, and I'm taking the over. I was going to say one and a half. I will also take the over. No, and it's not a coincidence that it was this week, you know, just because it's the, the division around. It's because it's Aaron Donald. That's why. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is not a dummy. And and that's the thing, man. Like all these things we talk about, like if you're if you want to be elite, you got to think about these things. That's the one dude in this game that will think of all of them and take care of all of them. And Sean McVay won't, man. I trust Tom Brady. I'm not going anywhere near the Rams. Like, like I said, th- I will actually say on record, this will be the widest margin of victory across the four games. I do also think that McVay is very aware of his like the criticisms of him. And the example I give is we had him on pro football talk when I used to work at NBC and it was after the Super Bowl. And, you know, I think it was Chris Sims or I think it was Chris Sims referred to him as the boy wonder and McVeigh to his credit said, boy, wonder more like boy blunder. And ha ha ha. We had a big laugh, but here's the thing. He's aware of that. That's what people are saying about him. So in a big spot, if, if adversity starts to strike, I almost wonder if he, he sort of gets in the quicksand a little bit and it's like, Oh no, here we go again. I'm going to be the boy blunder. More criticism is going to come down on me. I just, I don't know. I think that that's in his head a little bit. I'm going to take the bucks and I will give the points. I think it's in his head a lot. And I, I guarantee you he's got a burner Twitter account. I guarantee <laughs> you. No, for real. Like, And I guarantee you he's got a list of like when I'm on PFT, I got to tell, you know, Florio, I got to make this joke when I'm on, uh, you know, I would Trey not Wing- be stunned at all if that when happened. I, when I'm I on with Trey, Trey Wingo's show, I got a reference what Trey said about me. When I'm on Good Morning Football, I got to make that joke about what Schrager said about me. Like, you know, like he has all his things. And that's why, like, nobody kills him because he's so buddy, buddy, chum, chummy, you know, with everybody. Well, he also 
also wins a lot of games. I know, but but he also he also loses really big moments because he is a coward, and nobody will touch those things because you know he's a cool dude. He's you know whatever. But let's go, Bucks. It's the first game we agree on. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL Show wherever you get your podcasts.